Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much. Yes, we are excited for another episode and to chat together with an interesting topic. We appreciate all of you guys who follow us, subscribe to the channel, who follow the podcast. And uh, we just also wanted to shout out to uh, those of you who may be new. Yes. Thank you so much for um, following us on Instagram. And those of you who've liked our Facebook pages, we do see you guys. And thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you like what we have so far. And we can't wait to share with you what we have in the future. Yes, I was just looking at all the numbers. It was crazy because our page has grown so much. Yes. We have had a couple hundred followers recently. And then also on the Facebook page, which I know we don't post as much on there, but I'm hoping to start soon, like even more. I know Lynn and I are very busy people, as all of you are. So we definitely appreciate everything and we really try our best to get these out to you. Today, we're going to talk about what we wish we knew before becoming a sonographer. So it's a yes. interesting topic. It you is. Can, you can only know what you know now. Yes. And what you don't know, right? Because right. you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And there's still so much that I don't know. I mean, if you tune into our last episode, we spoke with Jeff, who is an ophthalmology sonographer. So that's quite interesting. And I learned a lot. And you guys will see on that episode, if you haven't watched it yet, how much Lynn and I were so like in awe. Well, like <laughs> <laughs> just staring at him while staring he's with our mouths open, like, okay, <laughs> continue. Yeah, because it's so crazy. All these things. So fascinating. You... Mm-hmm. And it's something that's part of the field where you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be seeing something new, something that you've never seen before. I mean, think about all the textbooks you guys are reading in school. Like, there's no way you're going to be able to see all those things in those textbooks. Mm-hmm. So, Lynn. Yes. What is something or what are the things that you wish you knew before becoming a sonographer? Uh, let's see. Well, when I considered sonography, some of you know my story. I didn't do that much research. I just, you know, jump in. And then I started to love it as I go and doing this podcast and, you know, obviously meeting Giselle, joining the Instagram community made me love it even more. And like I said before, you don't know what you don't know. So obviously I don't know a lot about sonography. Um, What I did know, you know, came from interacting with people or sonographers who have been in the field for a long time, like you, Giselle or other guests that we had on the podcast, or my teachers, you know, they would give advices and, you know, tell fascinating stories. One of 
I think this is the the only one that I have as of now. Uh, one of the things I wish I knew before starting my program or in general about sonographers or ultrasound is that sonographers really need to know their stuff, like to a T, like to know what they're seeing, to um, be able to do their job successfully, right? I And then saying that, I remember my one of the stories I did way back when I started um, my Instagram page. And I was like, oh, tomorrow is my first day of lab. And I'm scared that I don't know what I'm looking at because everything is gray and black, you know? And I'm like, I was like, will I ever know what I'm looking at? And... Which is now, now looking back, I'm like, what am I talking about? I was like, of course you know what you're looking at. <laughs> yeah. And that really is like amazing to me and fascinating that, you know, the anatomy that we learn, the pathologies that we learn, like we really need to know the human body inside and out. And with our specialties, like we really need to know that specialties inside and out in order to find the abnormal in every patient. And we really need to know. And like why, like I've said before, you know, our mind's like an encyclopedia, you know, that's something I wish I'd known before. Cause then I don't know, I would be a little bit intimidating, but it's also would prepare me a little bit more, you know, like have a more stronger mindset and higher expectations of myself to, learn more if that makes sense yeah <laughs> it does and I think well my one of my questions in my head while you were saying that was do you think knowing that you know because you kind of answered it like do you think knowing yeah. that would you have done it all over again knowing that prior definitely to yeah definitely I think knowing that I would have done it all over again but with even more determination. Yeah. And um, wh- I wouldn't say like determination to learn, to learn the most that I can, you know, like these programs, they can, I feel like the programs that I attended um, prepare me to learn the basics. But if I were to know that you're supposed to know everything, all the pathologies, I would push, you know, my teachers, my preceptors. It was like, I want to see this pathology. I want to see what you do. I want to see what you do in this case. I want to see all of this. I would push to be able to expose to those abnormality in order for me to be more prepared, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's good to explain. Um, I find that topic a little bit, I don't know what the word would be because we say we need to know everything. Yeah. And then when people ask, they're like, do you need to know everything? And I'm like, well, you don't need to know everything, but like you should you do. know everything. But you yes, do. you should. Like, But you can't know everything yeah. either because, you know, you... You only know it if it comes, you know, if it happens in your life, if you have that patient, if you have seen that pathology. Otherwise, right. you don't. 
Right. So it's so it's kind of like I don't know. But here's the thing: like you, <laughs> should, you should know it, even if it yes. doesn't come across to you on the daily. Mm-hmm. But what makes you know it more is it comes because you see it and you scan it on that patient. You read about right. it maybe at one point, or even you did, but you don't remember it, but you were talking. Mm-hmm. Or there are some programs out there that are not accredited that don't teach that to that caliber to where you need to know everything, you know? What I'm right. So it is a thing that we do need to know and it will make you a better sonographer if you know what you're looking at and then I think about how when I was also a student I was afraid Mm. of not being able to know or know what I'm looking at but then now looking at me now I'm very confident in what I can say about my images and what is happening with the patient and what it could be what it can't be and that goes to shows that we need to know what we're doing as a sonographer yeah so really interesting and that's Mm -hmm. a good perspective what about you what after how like seven years of working and going through your program what would you wish you'd known before you know was it you transferred from nursing to ultrasound right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah so I was a nursing student at first um, but after going into ultrasound I, I just knew that okay hey my my friend is doing this she loves it she told me to check it out so I'm like okay I'll go check it out too I also didn't do any research um what I <laughs> despite wish- what we tell you <laughs> yeah so you guys are like one up from us because you are doing Seriously. your research and we didn't do that but I, I mean if we got here and we got through it like you guys can too um but what I wish I had known I wish I had known that it was so demanding as far as the job because people don't really know that it's so demanding in different aspects if you don't have confidence like it'll make this job a little bit harder and I feel like if you don't put your foot forward to ask questions and to put your brain first, because like Lynn said, you know, a lot of things you're very, you're very much an asset to this patient that you're scanning right now. I wish I knew that it was a lot of pressure because at that time, like, I don't know if I would have, I just thought, oh, it's just ultrasound, like not as crazy as nursing which yeah it's not as crazy as nursing but you still have to know a lot like Lynn said they order a lot of ultrasounds and it's very very busy I wish I knew that they kind of just throw you into the wolves kind of when you go to clinicals or when you work your job and I don't know if that's something that's been going on for a very long time or if that's like a recent thing because sometimes you don't get the adequate training or you'll hear all the stories where, oh, they didn't teach this person X, Y, Z. So it's kind of a field where you really have to take the initiative yourself. Just like how you said you wish you would have, like if you had known, you would have been like, okay, well, can I see this? Can I do that? Can I do that? You would have put more effort into learning. Um, and I'm probably in the same boat too, because I would just be like, as a student, 
like okay you know kind of you just go with the flow with whatever you're told right yeah and if I had known that seeing more and scanning more would have helped me be better I wouldn't have learned that so much later in my career so Mm -hmm. um, even though it's demanding like that's how you learn you know you scan as much as you can and you try to see everything that you can but I also came from a non-accredited program so I'm not saying it was a bad program but it was a program where I did have to take initiative and you know push myself to ask those questions and I wish I had known that prior to you know because then I probably would have even the same as you worked harder and Mm -hmm. tried to learn more. I got really lucky though with my clinical site. So I learned a lot in my clinical site, but you really do learn from your clinicals. You are truly not going to know everything. And I think that's part of what we wish we knew because I see a lot of current new grads asking me the same questions in the last couple of weeks did you feel this way? Or did you feel like you were going to make a mistake? Or did you feel like you didn't know what you were looking at? And yeah, that is a very common thing. We're here. You didn't feel you didn't feel you know what you're looking at. I'm like, that's the everyday. I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's like us, you know, and that's a normal thing in this field. Definitely know that we are feeling the same way. I think everyone that becomes a sonographer feels the same things. And we wish we knew these things, but also that's how you become better and you learn, you ask the questions. I also wish I knew that there was like on-call shifts and like, yeah, because that was the first thing I started doing and being on-call as a new grad and not knowing everything and you're like by yourself. That was crazy. But again, that's how you learn. Um, can't There's nobody there to ask. You can't really ask somebody because you're by yourself, like what I'm looking at. So it all depends on me and what I know. Right. Crazy. I just it, remember another thing I wish I knew when you just said that. Um, another thing I wish I knew is that this comes from me uh, teaching because a lot of my students ask, um, you know, certain professors say it's like this and in certain clinicals, like they do it like this. And one of the things I wish I'd known um, before I started the program is that you really need to have an open mind and the flexibility, basically be a sponge to everything that you're learning and everything that you're seeing from labs your programs to clinical sites to different clinical sites and then to your workplaces because every single place does it differently every protocol is different every facility is different every doctor who's reading your studies are different so you have to adjust to literally every single thing you know, how the facilities may run, how reporting is, how this doctor wants it read, I mean, written, how this doctor thinks, how the other doctor thinks, and you do it adjusting to those things, you know, you can't just have like a, uh, it's not a black and white, you know, protocol for every facility in the United States, (laughs) you know? 
Yeah, I think I wish I'd known that because every time I'm like, oh, I was taught like this, but then no, we do it like this. And then I moved to another workplace like, oh no, we do it like this. And I was like, WTF, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's frustrating, right? When someone tells you something and then somebody else tells you something, Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of have to go back to where you're at, what you're taught at each place. Mm -hmm. And then you become a full-fledged sonographer on your own and make your own decisions, but it all depends on where you work. Just like we talked about the pay, it all depends on where you work. Everything truly depends on where you work. The protocols, uh, the way you do an exam, the way you get the patient, the way you document the patient, it's all similar, but different at the same time. So that's a good thing to share because we don't even think about those things before going into the program because you're just thinking, I want to become a sonographer. Mm-hmm. You don't think about what the job actually entails. Um, you do have to adapt to different environments, different patients, different people you're going to work with. I actually right. had a, a question on one of our posts that asked, have you ever dealt with, you know, not really drama in the workplace, but have you ever worked with other coworkers who just kind of didn't have good attitudes or were like bad apples, basically? Mm-hmm. The question was, and my response to them was, yeah, these kinds of things happen. I mean, it's not even just your coworkers. It could be nurses, doctors, supervisors. Um, you're in a field that's very intense. And also there can be bad work environments. That's something that I have noticed that can be part of the community, which is like toxic relationships Mm -hmm. as far as like, you know, your coworkers and doctors. I've seen doctors yell at people, but that is part of this field. So I wish I had known that too, but um, I think it's part of any field and any job any career you have Mm -hmm. that um, situation that could be possible so um, I know it's in one of our future episodes that we want to talk about but it is something that you deal with um, and you have to learn how to deal with that and kind of just stay in your lane that goes with the adaptability you have to be able to adapt in that situation and figure out how to get through those specific situations just know that when you work in the medical field, it's it's very tough. But even with all of these things that we wish we knew, it's a great career. You just have to learn how to get through every situation that you're going to go through because you are going to go through stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will also learn all of these things. I actually recently just talked to somebody too who wishes that they went to a KHAP accredited school. Mm-hmm of a non-accredited school um and that can be also talked in another future episode which we have previous episodes about that but we'll do an updated one and these are all things you're just going to learn as you become a sonographer and you go through your programs um but these are just things that we wish we knew and we hope that you guys comment down below what you wish you knew before you became a sonographer or a sonography student we'd love to hear what you guys have to say and what you guys think about this career definitely 
I mean, it's definitely an, uh, an eye-opening experience, you know, going through the program and then working as a photographer in real life and seeing how everywhere is different, yet, you know, we're all going through the same motions what your discord um <laughs> slogan right uh, yeah same life different frequencies exactly that's what it is yeah so. we definitely enjoy talking about ultrasound and if yes. you guys are new here we're all about just sharing our experiences spreading ultrasound awareness being a part of your day uh i really enjoy talking about ultrasound with lynn and talking likewise about- yeah, talk to other people because you guys understand mm-hmm. what we're going through and what we're talking right. about. And mm-hmm. we also want to share this with future students and future sonographers because if we could help one person out there, then we know we're doing something good. And yeah, we're just so thankful for you guys and yeah. appreciate you guys being here. If you have more topics you want to talk about, let us know and we can get an episode for you. Yes, and before we go, I just... Well, I just want to um, do a quick shout out to thank you to ESP for giving us a shout out. That was a pleasant surprise earlier this week. So if you haven't seen the post, it is on ESP Ultrasound's Instagram post. Also on Facebook. (laughs) Yes, go check it out. We're just so excited um, to be part of that because we're big proponents of education. And Mm -hmm. ESP is one of the biggest if not the biggest known, um, you know, company that basically helps you guys become sonographers. Mm-hmm. So it's honestly, truly such an honor to be uh, featured by them because everybody yes. has to go through ESP yeah. to become. You did too, right? You used, yeah. uh, I did too. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> like everyone. I, I feel like everybody does their yes. seminars or webinars. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss CMEs. Their- yeah, I miss their in-person ones, but, you know, it's definitely something you guys should check out if you are needing some help to become a sonographer, to become registered. Um, go follow them because they are awesome. Yes. Yes, so thank you guys so much for listening and we'll yes, talk thank to you, guys you on the next episode. Yes, thank you so much. Have a great week and happy February. SITC fam if you like what you're hearing don't forget to rate us five stars on any podcast platform leave us a review wherever you can and don't forget to subscribe to LL Giselle on YouTube follow us on Instagram and find us on Facebook at Sonographers in the City